Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of The Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as kings should. I am the host this week. I am CEO Hayes. I'm Johnny. And I'm Ralph. All right, and we are ready to talk some hip-hop people. Uh, first off, let's start off the top. Let's shout out WTMH Radio as well as Wild Dogs Radio, um, the two platforms that, that we are on um, outside of podcasting. But, fellas, it's been a eventful week in hip-hop. Um, you guys ready to jump into it? Oh, yeah, man. It. I'm real ready. All right, so we would be remiss if we did not start off saying rest in peace to Mac Miller. Um, so we're just going to start off with maybe our favorite songs and where we were uh, when the news dropped that Mac Miller passed away. And what do you think ultimately his legacy in hip hop is going to be Ralph? I'm going to come to you first on this one. Uh, well, I was definitely at work when I got the news and it was, it was, it was, it was like, you didn't want to bleed like, Whoa, Mac, like what happened? Like, and the, the news start coming out slowly about uh, the overdose or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, he, he, you know, what's the cause of death, but it was just quite unfortunate. And I think even on this platform, we discussed, you know, the swimming album, which was his latest project. And I thoroughly enjoyed that project. Uh, it, it felt kind of somber, like how we, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about it. it was like something like it felt more of a mood album, like something that we was like, Hey, we, you kind of need to be in a certain space to listen to this, mm-hmm. but it's still good music. Like it's great music. Like it's had a lot of, uh, instrumentation on there like we definitely complimented and praised the album but i think it just came out at like a i won't say a bad time but it was around the time astroworld yg a lot of big projects you know that people gravitated towards more was out but that's not to take away from uh max uh music but i mean it's just unfortunate for the hip-hop community right now true absolutely um i i was at work as well um i remember scrolling through twitter as I do sometimes when I need a mental break. Um, and I saw a bunch of people say R.I.P. Mac Miller. And I'm like, wait, seriously? Then my wife takes me. She said, you know, Mac Miller died. I'm like, okay. Then I f- saw I saw an article um, that confirmed it. And I just remember feeling like, okay, this is, first of all, this is completely random because that's not something I expected. You know, you really don't expect anybody, you don't expect to hear anybody passes away just like, you know, randomly during the day. Um, I had no idea Mac Miller was going through any issues. I haven't been, I'm not the biggest fan of his music, not saying I've never listened, but he isn't my, he wasn't my go-to artist. Um, But my favorite song from him is Cut the Check, I think it's featuring Chief Keefe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he had a really dope verse on that song, um, but yeah, it's just really, it's just really unfortunate um, for him to have gone through what he went through and to overdose. Um, I just want to say rest in peace and condolences to his family and friends and fans. Um, I know a lot of people felt, you know, feel sad about his death. So just RIP to him. Yeah, facts. I can't can't say any anymore myself. It was. For me, it hit me, and I think that I was honestly in shock for a minute. Like it, um, it didn't seem real. Uh, a, he's only twenty six. B, I mean, he's been in the public spotlight literally since he's been like seventeen. So even though he was twenty six, we've gotten to see him grow up and mature as an artist and everything else. And uh, man, it was it it was just it was unreal. Matter of fact, it it's still unreal if that makes any sense because it just mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel right. And then you know, hear people talk about. You know, uh, the stuff that he's been through and his arrest, I think, for DUI or whatever. Um, kind of like what we said with XXX is like, even at 26, 
you can't say what somebody's life is going to be. They still have so much life ahead of them and so mm-hmm. much more maturing to do. And the fact that we lost somebody who makes made good music. I, I won't sit here and say that like he, he made classic music or anything, but he made good music. And it was personal. Like everything, every song of his was was a personal story almost. Um, and it's just it, it sucks to have a loss like that at such an early age. Right. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> shout out to those dweebs that uh, harassed uh, Ariana Grande. Oh my god! Like man. that, 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 that wasn't you know cool. Like, like they had their they had their time together. Unfortunately, they're not together anymore. She's an engaged woman, you know, right? Right. So right. why to blame her for that? Like, you know, we joked about you know his his album being kind of like a response to them breaking up. But never in a million years would I blame his death or overdose right on this woman. That has those are things are mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know, man. I don't understand humans sometimes. Why would a person blame Ariana Grande for that? Like they, you know, they had their relationship. Whatever happened, they went their separate ways. That was that. That was it. Like Ralph said, she's engaged now. Somebody else, completely new relationship. Her and Mac Miller were completely done. So what would give a person the thought to blame her? Now, I don't know if they were still friends or not, but I'm I'm sure she felt, you know, sad for him because he did pass away. But to go in her comments on her on her social media pages and blame her for it. Yeah, that's that's wild. She had to disable her comments and shit on Instagram like it's wild. I think she left Instagram completely for a minute, too. It's like, yeah, man, it's, it's people are sick. And I understand fandom and stuff. But this this era that we live in now of like blaming people and attacking people for shit that they really have no control over. It's kind of like uh, the actor from Star Wars. I forget her name, who people attacked her because they didn't like the way the character is written. Like, that's her fault. Um, It's just it's just silly. And it, it, it sucks, man. That's why uh, this generation is like the most emotionally immature and sensitive people ever like it's just ridiculous Facts. yeah man but let's let's move on let's try to pick up the energy man we're gonna move on from a, a bad situation to a mess though and that is nikki and cardi b so i'm sure everyone has seen the video at this point um with the altercation cardi b throwing her shoe um stuff has come out since then cardi b has had a release saying that nikki was talking about her child and uh, Nikki's come out and said some stuff too and called Cardi a liar. It's been a bunch of stuff, man. But I want to ask you guys this. When is enough enough? And at this point, we have to get a diss track, right? Like, <laughs> en- enough is enough now. <laughs> well, enough been enough, to be honest. But I mean, all right. Cardi has skipped the whole diss track phase. She's straight to throwing, ha- throwing shoes now. She ain't throwing hands yet. But I, mean, I feel she is like. Loving she- hip-hop. Hey, I feel like she was about to get with Cardi. Had Cardi had the opportunity to actually touch Nicki Minaj, yeah, it would it probably would have been over for Nicki. I'm sorry, I don't know, man. But we way beyond diss tracks. We way beyond that. Cardi don't she don't give a fuck about on diss track. Man, that's the thing they've been throwing shots, man. But uh, Ralph, what do you think? I'm just saying we're at a point where the women will run up on each other, but the men won't even diss each other. But we'll get into that later in the show. It's it's just weird that. That happened in that space, right? Because I would assume, you know, me, me, I would assume. I'm not, you know, I can't get into the mind of a, a woman, but it's like, hey, 
you know, maybe this ain't the place. I'll get you later. Like, I, I will see you. Like, there will be spaces where Cardi and Nikki will be in the same place again. Like, that, that won't be the last time they see each other. Nah, fam. Maybe, maybe now, maybe because of the, you know, scuffle, the kerfuffle, you know, kerfuffle. Kerfuffle, like, yeah. Kerfuffle. <laughs> I don't think that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll find ways to keep them separate. But, I mean, I can't tell nobody how to react when somebody, you know, mentions your kid or your child. Like, I'm not sure how or how Nikki did it. But you know she's a new mother. That's the that's the definition of on site. Yeah, oh, yeah. like yeah. talking, like there's none. Man, I, I feel that, and um, to me it's like at this point, like Nikki can't talk that tough stuff no more. You had ample opportunity, space, and time. I'm right here, I'm right. Here. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if anyone saw the video, like really watched it, look at Nikki's face. Nikki didn't want no problems. Nope. She wanted no problems at all. So for that, I, I seriously, you can talk all day about you being better. I can hear that. But that tough talk, I don't want to hear no more of that. No more of that. Um, now, what I want to do and spin this off into now, this conversations have been had um, talking about Cardi maturing uh, and everything there. And she shouldn't be to this level. My opinion on it personally is, is the woman. The reason why so many people love Cardi is she is truly her. For better or worse, she is truly her. You guys had three years of her in love and hip-hop. This is her. So I don't know why anybody is surprised by this. She's been famous for a year. To expect someone who is as real as Cardi B to change... First of all, I almost respected more that, that there was a problem... That at least she tried to address the problem on site. The fighting and all that... When you're 30-plus fighting in public, that's something's not right with that. But at least the dressing, because there's a lot of rappers who would have walked by each other and then talked about it on an interview later. Like, yeah, I walked by him at, at Fashion Week. He ain't say nothing, but you didn't say nothing either. So right. the, the, Cardi, I'm, Cardi B, Cardi is 25, though. Oh, throwing that out. Oh, okay. throwing that out there. Well, I'll well, take 26, that back. one of them. Okay. Well, not over. But anyway, as an adult, period, fighting in public is a bad look. <laughs> it's a bad look. Um, Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like people expect as soon as Cardi like blew up, I expect people expected her to ch- change, I guess. So I think that's why they're quote unquote outraged that she was fighting in public at New York Fashion Week. Now, had this been at just a regular club or some shit, I don't think people would be as mad as they are. Hey, man. Or, or seem to be. This is just not checkers. Like, man, Cardi got a, a lipstick line with Tom Ford, nigga. Like, like what? Yeah. Like the and you're right. You guys are right. We love Cardi for her personality. We love her because she's the girl next door. We love her because she's rough around her edges. Right? She gives us that feel. So when you take this woman and put her in these spaces, she's not necessarily going to change, especially overnight. Like you said, she's only been famous a year. Right? She has. I, a- I didn't know. I didn't know people went to New York Fashion Week like a lot of rappers. Not like that, right? Right, I would I, expect I guess it's like, like a uh, like an invite. I'm sorry, like I think it's like an invite only. Like if they invite you, you go go. Yeah, right. And I expect people like Nikki, like Kanye West, to get invited, like uh, ASAP Rocky, to get invited to these types of events. Um, I feel well. I didn't know Cardi was like at that place in her career where you know she's dabbling in the fashion. I don't know. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yep, I mean, chess not checkers definitely, but. We're, we're gonna get off this, man. We're gonna, enough talking about the drama. We'll see as it unfolds because this is definitely not done. I'm sure this is gonna be on our docket for at least the next couple of weeks because they're gonna keep it. Um, as well as you know, Queen Radio finally had some buzz after after all this. So we'll we'll I'm sure we'll be discussing all of this 
later down the road. But we're going to get into our first commercial break and we'll catch you guys on the other side of that. What's up? It's your boy, CEO Hayes, host of The Awakened Soul Podcast, a weekly podcast for an insightful and vivifying look at music, movies, TV, pop culture, but more importantly, how it all relates to us culturally and globally. The Awakened Soul can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, basically Anywhere the podcast can be heard, you can find The Awakened. So we also air in syndication on the radio in several states. I'll be looking out for you guys. The Awakened Soul Podcast, hosted by the one and only CEO Hayes. Peace. So that song was Kanye and Lil Pump. I love it. Um, this randomly dropped out of nowhere. I don't. I I right now don't even know if it's gonna be on, on anyone's album. I, it just se- really seems like Kanye just felt like recording a song and making a video, so he just did it. That's what <laughs> that's what I feel like happened with this. But let's get into reviewing the song itself. Ralph, you're shaking your head, man. I gotta come to you first. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> I was. I was kind of like pleasantly surprised. Like I don't know why. Like I'm not saying I love the song, but I didn't turn it off. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> like uh, Apple. You know Apple Music and you know these these streaming places will make you know curate playlists of new songs. And I, I heard the song come on. Like what the fuck is this? You know, like with the hook because you know it's it's wild. I was like Kanye West a little pump. Like who got them together? Who so knows? I I don't know, but. The song is, I don't know. Like, y'all know me. Like, I, I like a lot of stuff. I don't I don't really know what, what I'm doing with this song. And I can't really say that I like it. Like, I just didn't cut it off. <laughs> but here's the thing. Be prepared because you're going to hear it a lot. Because like with most songs now, there's been a challenge that has erupted from this. So this isn't Wait, going Wait, is there anywhere. a challenge? Yeah. The I love it it's challenge. Like a dan- it's like a dance challenge or Like, people are, like, putting boxes in their shirts. And, yeah, they're, like, imitating the whole video. If they don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so so with that added information, Johnny, man, what do you think about the song? And will you be recording your I Love It Challenge anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hell no. Well, um, I mean, I mean, no, I ain't doing that shit. No, <laughs> I ain't cut, I'm not finna get no cardboard box, cut it up and throw a big uh, drape over it. I'm not doing that. Um. Yeah, for the song, uh, uh, it's not a bad song. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about it. It's like, all right, it's it's like disrespectful, but it's catchy, and it's like, all right, it's kind of dope, but like, oh damn, should I? I feel like should I be liking this song? Cause this shit kind of crazy. 
in in 2018, should I really be liking this song? Yes, it's catchy as hell. Like it I, is for, catchy. It's yeah. it, and that's and that's why we're gonna hear a lot more of it because as we know, this generation cares not about lyricism. Um, it's all about catchy. It's all about vibes. It's all about what you can do challenges to. So because of that, we're going to be hearing this a lot in the fall. This may be the song of the fall. Unfortunately, not, not because of, of by Hayes's choice, because Hayes is fine. Never listen to the song again, but we will hear it a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I totally agree. Listen, that's two minutes of my life I can save from now on. <laughs> <laughs> and and well, that's the thing, to, too. Adele Gibbons, though. Yeah. But that's the yeah, thing, that. too, is that the song's only two minutes. So it's going to be getting in the radio a lot. Like, be prepared to hear this. If you guys listen to the radio, it's probably going to be on there. Out of an hour, I say you hear it at least three times an hour. I can agree with that. I agree with that point. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised by that either. Because they play three, four-minute songs three times an hour or so. Exactly. Yeah. So let's let's move on, man. So because of this collaboration and and the fact that it came out of nowhere, I uh, presented this question. What's the most expected collab in hip hop history? We each pick one uh, for this cat for this topic. Johnny, you first, man. What you got? You mean unexpected, right? I said un- did I unexpected. No, you, yeah. you said expected. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, you know what I mean. All right. So <laughs> the most unexpected co- rap collaboration that I've ever heard is Lady Gaga. Featuring T.I., Twister, and Too Short. She had an album back in 2013 called Art Pop. And the song is titled Jewels and Drugs. Now, the reason I I actually purchased this album. The reason I purchased this album is because of this this feature. Um, I'm going to try to support anything I can by Twister. Y'all know this. Um, But for T.I. and Too Short to be on there as well, I was like, okay. And I I like Lady Gaga. Like, I, I think Lady Gaga is a great artist. So... I purchased the album because of that song, and this is way before streaming and all that. Uh, so song is song is dope. You know, Twister got off. Ti does his thing, and Too Short talking his shit, and Lady Gaga singing the vocals. I thought it was a good song, so maybe you should add that to the playlist. <sighs> Ralph, what about you, man? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got. Um, well, when you poised this question, it did come early in the day, so I do have two. Like. Uh, not really crazy ones, but let's say Andre 3000 on uh, Walk It Out Remix. Like, it was crazy because of the lineup. It was like 3000, I think Jim Jones, and somebody else that I'm missing. But DJ Unk, who was a, I don't know who he was. I don't know if he was a DJ or rapper. I don't know. They, you know, you just slap names on stuff. But that particular song didn't warrant Andre 3000 verse. But the verse that he gave, he was talking about the niggas that would listen to that song. That's that that was made it that was that's what made it so fire and unexpected. I was like, 3000 really rapping. Like he's rapping about the people that would really listen to the songs. So I thought that was dope. And then you have like Lil Wayne in like 2008, seven. He was doing a lot of uh cross genre type of uh collabs. He had a song with Jim Class Heroes. I can't uh American, damn, I can't get it out. But it was a dope song. And that was kind of like when Lil Wayne was on his rock tip. He was doing a lot of, eh, he was doing that. But it sounds good though. But he was with rock stars. Like he was with rockers. I mean, rock <laughs> rock band. So that's why it sounds good. I think I know what song you're talking about too. That was yeah. a dope song. Yeah, Fallout Boy featuring Lil Wayne. Hmm. Dope. So, <laughs> so for my unexpected co- collab, I got Texas and the Wu-Tang Clan. Well, specifically Method Man for Say What You Say 
remix. Um, this is a UK band from Glasgow. And b- being that I grew up overseas, I don't know if I heard this as much as you guys did. But the moment they performed this at at award show, I can't remember which one it was. They played this crap all the goddamn time. Um, and to me, it's like the Say What You Say song. I don't know if you guys know. It's actually a pretty good song. Like, I, I won't even lie. It's a pretty catchy song. The moment you hear Method Man on the remix version of this song, it's like, why? and watch the performance. Anyone who doesn't know it, Google it. Texas featuring Method Man. Google it. Watch the performance. It's weird because he's like hugging on this white woman. And you're just like, you, you're going to get arrested for this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely on my unexpected list man it's just it's crazy and then um one that i had to pick too is just my honorable mention rihanna and kanye with paul mccarthy Mm, for four or five seconds Mm -hmm. it never in my life would i ever think that i would be saying those three people were on the same song all dope artists in their own right amazing Mm -hmm. artists but Mm -hmm. it was definitely unexpected collaboration for me yeah, facts. It wasn't even attached to an album. They just made the song, right? It's fun. Kanye. It's like it's like he just makes music. Like sometimes you just like, you know what? I feel like making this song. We're not gonna put it on anything. We'll come we'll come out with a video. It'll be the number one seller on iTunes. That's all I need. Pretty much. Damn, that song wasn't on the album, was it? No, it wasn't. Just dropped in the just dropped. All right. <clears throat> and this this I know this isn't on our sheet, but let, let let's talk about this because this is an organic way to spin into this. Is are we are we eventually going to get to the era where maybe full fledged albums from certain artists aren't dropped? What if what if an artist just decides to drop a single or three singles in a year randomly? Like, are we going to get to that point with with the iTunes and streaming numbers being as important as what they are? Will we ever see someone maybe spend a year just rip dropping random songs and not a full album? I wouldn't be surprised by it, honestly, because I mean, at this point, you can. Let's just say somebody drops a full length album, right? Let's just say 12 songs out of the 12 songs on a decent album. You're going to listen to how many you're going to go back to how many about four or five, maybe five tops. So what's what's stopping somebody from just dropping their five best songs for, you know, for a year separately, not at the same time. Like, I, I really see that happening. I think we've gotten to I think we we're slowly getting there because streaming has changed everything. Um, it makes artists drop music. You know, they can drop music whenever they want. Like, it's, it's, they have the creative control to do that. Mm-hmm. Do they get, you know, repaid? You know, do they get their money back? I don't, we don't really know. We, we, we just want to consume good music. And that kind of like goes into how we see artists drop albums out of nowhere. Like, and I mean, like, <laughs> we joked about it, but Trillville dropped the album. We was like, what? Like, <laughs> like, what? Like, that happened? But they can do that. Like, they, uh, that songs got popping because of a challenge, and they took the opportunity to drop a, a album. Freeway dropped an album. Who else dropped an album? Super Shocker dropped an album because you yeah. know why? They can. <clears throat> right. Streaming makes it so easy. So it's like if somebody wants to drop like the bigger artists, if they just want to drop a single and disappear, they can do that. Yep. And you you know what I see happening? Not in the near future, but somewhere in the in the distant future. Mm-hmm. Say these streaming services become even more popping than what they are. I can see certain artists aligning with certain streaming services to only drop their singles on a particular streaming service. Like, I think Tidal was kind of already doing that with, like, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce. But 
I can basically see some artists signing to different streaming services. Well, Aubrey liked that with Apple Music already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's possible. It's it's definitely possible. Um, now, I, I'd say, for my opinion on, on it, like, I, I think that it's only a matter of time. And when you think of, like, how artists have to spend so much money to create a full project, right? And that's that includes paying for production and mixing of songs that may not even make the album. If you can make something you know is going to be a hit, you sit down with your producer, you know, you really feel it's going to be a hit and just pay to record that one song, get it put out and it it hits top five on streaming services. You have to make your money almost immediately back on that. Right. Probably even more so. Um, So from a financial standpoint, as far as far as like how more artists are becoming independent, like it just seems like the next evolution of how to use streaming platforms is Hey, I don't really want to drop a whole project. I'm about to go on tour. I haven't come out with any new new product. I'm gonna drop these three songs. I can I can go on tour off what I already have in and three new songs. Yeah. Now so. the st- streaming services have to find a better way to better way to pay the artists too, because artists aren't really getting paid that much off streams right now, at least. So. And that's where Ralph's idea of being exclusive, though, because even if if you do sign an exclusive contract with the streaming service, you may you may be making money off the top. It, it may not even come in the fact of how many how many times you stream. True. Yeah. Yeah. But, that you know, like like we said, that only works for the bigger artists. What about like the mid mid tiers, the, the independent artists like those people? I think those are the ones that ultimately suffer. Yeah. Facts. Facts. <clears throat> All right, so we are going to take a break. Um, another one. We are going to get into uh, some music after that, and we'll catch you guys on the other side. Tune in to Bonnie K and Jay Cream on the Twisted Sisters every other Wednesday at 8 a.m. on UrbanMogulLife.com for the latest episode. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at Twisted Sisters 4. Holla! Wow. Yeah, I done did a lot of things in my day. I admit it, I don't take back what I say. If I said it, then I meant it. All my life I won a Grammy, but I probably never get it. I ain't never had no trophy or no motherfucking ribbon. Fuck the system, I'm that nigga. Bend the law, cut the rules. I'm about to risk it all. I ain't got too much to lose. Y'all been eating long enough. It's my turn to cut the food. Pass the plate with my drink. This my day. Lucky you, fuck you too. Woo! Y'all gotta move. Y'all gotta move. Give me some room, give me some room, give me the juice, how about the coop, how about the coop, how about the shoot, y'all gotta move, y'all gotta move, give me the juice, back on my bullshit, my back to the wall, turn my back on you all and you finish, back to these bullets, it's back to the job, put my Mac out and all of you running, back on my hood shit, it's back to the push and these tax Alright fellas, that was Lucky You uh, by Eminem featuring Jordan Lucas, and we're gonna spin that into a conversation, Eminem's first week sales, initially expected to do 200,000. Did well over four hundred thousand. Um, how do we feel about that? Do we feel like this album deserves that? Um, is it be- strictly because of who he threw shots at on the album, or do you think just this album as a body of work deserved that 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 type of number? It's a feat that not many people have done this year. What about you, Ralph? What do you think? Um, combination of both. Like I, I wouldn't take away from Eminem and his artistry. I wouldn't say it's a, a controversial album. No, I think that you know Eminem has a solid. Like his name is going to garner that type of numbers anyway. And then not to mention the social media rumbles saying that it's, you know, it's fire. Oh, he's rapping. He's, you know, he's talking about people. Okay. Now I will go to buy it. But I don't think that we should, I don't want to do, I'm saying this. I don't want to diminish what he just did. 400K, 
in this climate, yeah, that's that's pretty dope, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now I'll say this: I do not believe that it would have done this many units had revival not come. Well, this album wouldn't have come out had revival not come out. So there you go. Um. But do I think it deserves the full? I mean, yeah. Like this is the Eminem we've been waiting for for years. So yes, shit, it deserved to do more. Damn it. So. Yeah, I, I I like what it did. I mean, I'm still I'm still listening to the Ringer, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing you're listening to. Exactly. I mean, how many times have you listened to the Ringer? You could have finished Astro World like three times. But... <laughs> That's a fact. But uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> but um, so as far as, like I absolutely think this album deserved that. Like it, it's in. The, the funny thing is, is that what Revival did 250,000 its first week and it was garbage. So when you compare it to that, um, it definitely deserved it. Uh, and I, I think what Eminem did with this album is showing that he still can rap when a lot of us doubted it. It was going to happen anyway. The controversy, that's always going to help sell records. But I honestly think even if I'm going to give the controversy a percentage of this album out of that 400,000, I'll give it a hundred thousand. So he still would have, he still would have did 300,000 over 300,000. And I, that that makes sense when you factor in what revival did and the word of mouth on that was absolutely terrible. So um I don't want to take away from it. This album deserved it. It's a dope album, not a classic, not his best, but it's a good album. Um so let, let spinning out from talking about the album. So Eminem sat down for parts one and two so far of this sway interview. <sighs> <laughs> We'll, we'll let you go first because it sounds like you have a <laughs> right, right. <laughs> go for it, go for it. The floor is yours, bro. Marshall, let me talk to you. This is this is just me and you talking here. This is this is this is easily one of your top five fans of all time. We don't want to fucking see you sit down on a stage with sway of all people and his jacked up fucking ass teeth talking about what. Like none of this, we don't care. It was all on the album. We understood why you did the album. We knew knew before you, when you dropped it, why the album came out the way it did. And then, as far as you talking about MGK, um, as far as you giving more context to why you dissed him, I honestly respect that. I can, I can give that to you. But then to sit sit there and say that his this was all right for him, okay, I kind of agree with that. Then to say you're not sure what you're gonna do, bitch. Uh, I'm sorry. Um. But to say you're not sure what you're going to do and you're going to wait to see because you don't want to sit there and make tracks for everyone that responds, who cares about who else is going to respond? At this point, this man is building a whole tour and run off your name alone. By pride alone, you want to say you're the GOAT. You want to say that you're the greatest. You want to throw shots. You should expect to this when you came out. The moment you hit upload on that album, you should have been preparing to respond to a lot of motherfuckers. That's what you should have been doing. The fact that you aren't, the fact that you're just sitting there like, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do, rubbing your beard, acting like you're really thinking about it. No, man, I'm, I'm not accepting this from you, M. And I said it when we reviewed your album. If you don't respond to MGK, it's going to ruin Kamikaze for me. And it's slowly getting there because I don't want to hear you throw bars or shots at no one. When this scrawny motherfucker who you claim isn't you don't care about his career is stepping on your neck his his he has three albums that went to the top 20 of itunes streaming off you off dissing you alone have some fuck have some damn pride dude come on man is it is it safe to say bearded bearded eminem is scared 
Should Eminem cut the beard off and go like go crazy? <laughs> somebody needs to throw some blonde. Somebody needs to throw some bleach on his hair and cut off his hold him down <laughs> to cut off his beard. And then we may we 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 may see a non castrated Eminem. Take all his clothes and just leave him with the white t shirts. <laughs> oh, you just went in. That was funny. So yeah. okay. I don't really know how to follow that up. Uh <laughs> first of all, these interviews Oh, is everybody going to steal Joe Budden's format now? Like he he rebranded himself as the media cat. You know he is. You know, besides us, he is the go to person for <laughs> hip hop, right? Yeah. So why is it that now everybody wants to do that? Nicki is doing it now. Eminem is doing it. Come on, man. M M family, listen, don't do that shit. That's not what. That's not what we like you for. We like you for spitting. If you got something to say. To Joe, rap that shit. Joe's not. We came to the conclusion Joe is not going to respond. We know this. But if you got something to say to Joe, say that shit over a beat. Say that shit over a beat to Machine Gun Kelly. We don't want to sit and watch you talk like Hayes said. We don't want to see that. We don't care. You you a hermit anyway. Is this your coming out of? Is this your coming out of your hermit hermit crabness of always being secluded to yourself? This this is not the way to do it. You rap, you make your appearances wherever you need to make your appearances, and then that's it. We don't want I don't want to see you do an interview no more, ever. Because everything you said in everything he's my bad, everything he said in, in the interview we knew already. And I feel like he was lying about the whole Slaughterhouse Joe Budden shit too. But we can talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that because I actually I'm leaning more towards believing that when you when you pair in what Cricket Eye said, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. Ralph, your thoughts, man. Yeah, I I don't know. Like, when did Eminem start doing interviews? Like, when did when did when did that? Like, I, I mean, I get what Johnny was saying. Like, Nicki, then Eminem. Like, come on, fam. Like, you could just talked about the album, the process that you went through. But it's just kind of like he went through this whole "woe is me" type of thing. Like, oh, nobody liked revival. Oh, you know, these people have platforms, so I'm going to address them with the, you know, with the album. And we kind of talked about that last week. I'm like, okay, so this is what we doing? All right. Well. I, I hate that that Marshall has to do this. Like I, I really do. Like he's one of the rap greats. You know, like I, I acknowledge that. But it's just like, why is like why are you doing this? Like and then like you said, Machine Gun Kelly is building his name up, getting his brand up, giving these ships. Like, well like fam, like this like we me especially me and Hayes, we go back and forth and wrapped up all the time. Like, now I admit it's not the greatest rap this I've ever heard, but I just want bars like Eminem, like respond to this man. Like I want somebody to like, like go back and forth. This whole shit, somebody drops a diss and then I don't know what to do after this. Like what the fuck is going on with rap? That's what I'm pissed at. I ain't even pissed at Marshall no more. I'm pissed at hip hop in general. Whenever <laughs> beef gets started, niggas won't stop. Jay Prince won't step his big ass in. Like, like I, 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 like anytime, like I want some bars. Niggas, like you know, unfortunately, Mac Miller passed, but you know, like Eminem wanted to use that. Nah, fam, like I, you know, Mac gone. You know, rest in peace. We need, we need that response, bro. That shit ain't coming out. That shit ain't coming out. It's not coming. Out. And Machine Gun Kelly has, in my opinion, seized his opportunity. So like now I know he has his own like cult fo- cult following cool but I feel like he's seizing this opportunity to expand into other fan bases and I think he's doing a great job at it so good good job for him for seizing the opportunity and expanding himself so I mean, and M did address it like does he he specifically said 
he has to be careful because if he disses certain people, he can make their career for them. My thing is, is you're definitely making it for him when you diss them, they respond and you don't fucking respond, M. Like if he would have yeah. responded within two days, he could have crushed all this, all this buzz, all this everything would have been done. Would have yeah. been done. MGK and his fans would have went back over into their corner. It would have been okay. They would have patted him on the back. At least you tried. Move on. You gave this man a week, fam. A week. A week to ride out a diss on Eminem. Listen. And the fact is, is that Eminem fans have come out with harder disses against MGK than Eminem sitting here talking this way. (laughs) Like, there's an Eminem diss. I forgot the name of it. Is it like Piggy Bank or something? I can't remember. And by a guy who's trying his best to sound like Eminem. And it's a fire MGK diss. But why is this not coming from Marshall? Yeah. I know this is not the case, but what if Eminem and MGK are like in cahoots and it was, all of this was a ploy to make MGK's career skyrocket? Fake beef. MGK is going to sign to Shady Records in, in 12 months and it was going to all be cool. Didn't Nas sign to Jay Z? Technically, he no. Def, he did. He, he signed to Def Jam, but not Jay Z. Yeah. 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 Hey, he he made that clear. Me. He was never signed to Jay Z. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, man. So the fact of it being no response to MGK so far, as of right now, are we expecting anything to come from him, or at this point, does it even matter? No, I'm not expecting anything because that big feelings huddle he had with Sway. That's not even finished, right? Because it's another part three. It's part three, right? I could have sworn when he first tweeted this out, it was like parts one of two. And now all of a sudden there's three parts. And and he's doing the Drake thing. And that's another thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot that in my rant. He's doing the Drake thing where it's, it's oh, there was a song in there that went too far. And Dr. Dre told me to pull it. You're Eminem. You've been in the game 15 years. You had a song talking about raping your mom. And now Dr. Dre is stepping in? But, okay. And in his defense, though, that was, what, 15 years ago, 20 years ago? In 2018, nah, in 2018, they would have tried to assassinate Eminem, man. They tried to to kill him for saying the F word, and I don't mean fuck. And he didn't even say it. He said F word. And even then, even then, he only, he didn't even call him that that word. He referred to Tyler calling himself that. And that's my point. Like, he referred to it, didn't actually say the word, and they was trying to kill him. So if he actually came out with this so-called song that went too far, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I just just trying to play devil devil's advocate. That's all. I feel y'all, but I just want bars. Like I, I <laughs> like like that's all I've been going for. Like that's all I've been wanting this whole time. Like I just want somebody to go back and forth one time. Like you be you know. It, well, speak. Go ahead, Johnny. No, it's not gonna happen. That's all. <laughs> I don't think Eminem was gonna respond on a track. We'll see. Uh, but. Speaking of of shots being thrown, man, and going back and forth, so we had the the debut of uh, the state of the culture with Joe Button, Remy Ma, and two people I don't know who the hell they are, um, but nonetheless, uh, so on this podcast, Remy kept poking fun at Joe, saying he was afraid to respond to Eminem, he was scared to respond, um, and you know, that's kind of echoing my statements. Uh, but a, what did you guys think of the first episode of State of the Culture, and b? What do you think about Remy throwing shots at Joe? And this is going to be the whole show in like six months. It's going to be Remy throwing shots at Joe and back and forth. Right. Well, so the the show, the show, in my opinion, at least from the first episode, looks like they need to work on their chemistry. Now, 
again, I have no clue who Scotty Bean and Jinx are. I don't I don't know these individuals. And we know Remy Ma, we know Joe. The dynamic between them four, I don't I mean it has a has the potential to get better, but I don't like the dynamic between. I feel like it should only be two people. Maybe Joe and Remy. Um I, again, I don't know much about Scotty Beam and Jinx, so I can't really talk about how they are on camera and all that kind of stuff, but I, I didn't I didn't I didn't really like the first episode. Something something is off about it. And maybe they just need time to catch their groove. Um it was the same with Everyday Struggle cuz Joe and Academics, they they butt heads like really bad at the beginning, but they hit their stride eventually. So maybe this maybe that'll be the same thing. Now as far as Remy going at <laughs> going at Joe, I don't think I don't think Joe is scared. I feel like she just did that, you know, to I guess garner ratings or something. I don't know. I don't know. And maybe she just talks like that. I don't know. But I don't think he's scared to respond. I just don't think he wants to. Nothing nothing has warranted a response from Joe on a track, in my opinion. If it warrants a two hour response on a podcast, it could be a track. Only because he said he was a better rapper. That's my opinion on it. If he would have just did his rant and not said he was a better rapper, I can take Joe the media personality. But uh Ralph, what do you think <laughs> about Remy throwing shots at Joe Budden? Uh no, I didn't I was just gonna say I did watch the show. I only saw the set. I only saw the bite, you know, the part, <laughs> the clip where you know, like like honestly that another Joe Budden show honestly doesn't intrigue me. Honestly. If I listen to the podcast, like what else am I gonna get on this? What what other takes what other takes I'm gonna get on this? It's kinda like listening to Brooks Club and turn around listening to Brilliant Idiots. You're not get like if you get <laughs> one dose of Charlemagne, goddamn I don't want to. Like, you know, I'm straight, I'm straight, like I'm I'm really good, but that's me though. But focusing on the point of Remy Ma calling out Joe Button for not addressing Eminem on wax, I think more so it was just her trolling him, honestly. I don't think it was like her but like, you know, like maliciously going at him, like nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's just how New York women are. You know, don't just <laughs> don't disrespect. You know, we I just know y'all, you know, you know, I, I've talked to a few of them. I, I feel like they could be mad aggressive. Like, and I just think that was Remy. Like Remy was just saying, Hey, you mad pussy. <laughs> like you, yeah. you need to you need to do something. But it's but the thing is, like like we discussed last week, like now I'm kinda on the fence. Like I was on the side of just saying Joe Budden doesn't need to respond. But now I'm like probably should have. Like he probably like he probably should have. Like I'm like right in the middle. Like it's it's okay not to. But then again, like Hayes said, he did say he was the better rapper. Show these niggas then, Joe. Show them. <laughs> so, like talk to him then. But like I said, I want bars. And I'm like I'm a man, and I'm gonna instigate something. Somebody's gonna rap. <laughs> Somebody's gonna rap. <laughs> And the fact so is what? that when Joe says he's been the better, better than Eminem for 10 years, I know for a fact there are people who who are agreeing with that, who only know Joe as the media personality and can't even name 10 Joe Budden songs. That's my, my only thing. Like, you like you you have to back it up on Wax. What were you getting ready to say, John? Shit, I don't remember. But <laughs> I do know that I agree with that shit the past 10 years, though. I agree with that. I was listening to either Black Cloud or Downfall the other day, and it's like, shit, this is deep, and this shit is hard. Like, come on, man, Eminem ain't putting on no shit like down, like Downfall. Come not, on, not, 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 you know, like, like Joe was saying, just not the past in years, but yeah. we know who yeah. overall has been the superior rapper. That's right. why he pref- that's why he prefaced it with saying the past ten years. Right. And if you do that, that's like you know, like if you compare, you know athletes like of course you compare somebody on the downside of their career like hey i have been better than you like i just want you to know (laughs) (laughs) 
<sighs> All right, say to the culture, man, wouldn't it be better if the Brex Radio was on that? Hey, man, I, I tweeted Only Diddy, us. man. I tweeted Diddy. Diddy was hate. He, he liked he, every he, he except you. He liked every response except your boy. I'm like, I right. well, you know what? I think we on the right path. If Diddy's ignoring us, I think that we talented enough. He just don't want to put us in no whack 360 deal. You know what? Respect God. But I'll take. <laughs> I'll take a 360 deal from Revolt right now. You know what I'm saying? That'd be, you know, real. You know, then nah, we get the bag nah. on the seat. No, know your worth, bro. Nah. Shit. It's good Joe Budden right now. Goddamn, it's good for me. So, <laughs> but uh, Johnny mentioned something, man. Uh, no, Ralph, that was you. Like, too much Joe Budden, man. Is is Are we going to get to the point to where everybody wants some of Joe the media personality? Is this going going to be too much? Here very soon. Yeah. Oh, it, it can happen. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying it can happen. You can oversaturate yourself. You can do that because it's only so much of your viewpoints that are going to change. Like, they're not, I mean, you're going to be the same you on everything. And then if you're talking about the same content, what what's, what's going to be different from Joe on State of the Culture that's going to be different than him on his podcast? Yep. I mean, it's, it's content. Like, it's always what he's talking about. Because technically, his podcast is the state of the culture. Right. right. And see, when he mentioned state of the culture, I thought, when he first mentioned it, I thought him, Rory, and Maul were going to, they were state of the culture. No, please no. That, that would have definitely been too much. It's good that he has a different cast on there. Because I think... And if you notice on State of the Culture, he he's more playing like a true host. So he's setting up the other people to talk. So I think that that's an attempt to keep it from being too much Joe Budden. But still, we know Joe Budden has the strongest personality, maybe out of everybody there except Remy Ma, because her personality, I, I don't even think could be measured for real. Um, but <laughs> so, I mean, I, I definitely think it's possible, but hopefully they have enough planning and forethought ahead to keep that from being the case. But what's even crazier is that. The Joe Budden podcast is coming out twice a week now. So twice a week plus the state of the culture on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, that's it, that's going to burn a lot of people out. It's twice a week, but it's really the same amount of content. Because you got to remember, those podcasts went three plus hours. Well, the one, well, the most recent one that dropped was two. So if you're doing two hours a week, I mean, two hours per episode, yeah. twice a week. <sighs> like, Jeez. plus an hour episode of... State of the culture? But I mean, like, now not that not a Hayes kind of prefaces, because like I said, I didn't watch the show. But <laughs> uh, like he said, like he's more of a host. Like hosts don't typically have to, you know, all they do is direct the conversation. They don't have to put too much into it. And then honestly, on the podcast, you can be as free as you want to as far as with your client, like how you phrase stuff, how you talk, because you see how freely they talk. Right. But on a show, even though it's YouTube based. You can still have profanity and all that great stuff, but it's still structured. The podcast is definitely not structured. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's levels. Not at all. Um, <laughs> so there, there are actually two topics I want to add to our sheet today. The first one is, did you guys see Nas, his three posts on Instagram this past week? Three posts? It was like six. Wasn't was it? it? I don't it, remember, I felt, man. I that man wrote like, a novel on Instagram. I, I know. I was about to say my attention span is not good enough. Like I can't read like that on social media. Like now, if you pull up a news article on my phone, I can read that, but I can't read social media posts like that, bro. It's a memoir. I'm, like that's what yeah. that is. Why you just ain't put out a book? Like <clears throat> I knew about it, I, but I wasn't finna read through all this shit. 
I was about to. Yeah. I got so, I got shit to do. <laughs> oh well. All right. Well, damn. We we know you still haven't listened to it. So put Astro World right on there with that Nas uh, press release. <laughs> shit, I will listen to that by December thirty first, twenty eighteen. I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to. I'm writing it down right now. I'm right whatever now. episode is around there. I'm gonna make sure I host that week so I could uh <laughs> so I we can we can have the Johnny Re review of Astro World. <laughs> but uh, and then the next one that I wanted to add, Young Buck. Please tell me you guys have seen what's been going on with Young Buck. Uh, no, no. <laughs> what? what? Okay, so there was allegedly no, not allegedly. There was a video of Young Buck getting what appears to be oral sex from a transsexual. Okay. <laughs> but okay. then then the 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 young lady came out and said it wasn't Young Buck. Um Young Buck came out and said that wasn't him. But then I guess she must have he must have pissed her off because she released a video of him calling her and begging her to to retract the statement and say it wasn't him. Um <laughs> and young buck stays getting recorded on the phone like young buck just needs to just send smoke signals like carrier pigeons <laughs> text from your boy's phone like Bad. stop calling people stop call- like he stay getting recorded but what do you think about this ralph what wasn't it like a facetime like yeah, FaceTime situation? i don't i don't know man yeah okay because I, I i've heard about this story like i didn't you know get all the way into it but it was just the fact that young buck is like like i'm imagining young buck on facetime getting like screen recorded and that is probably the funniest shit i could think of <laughs> i don't know why that 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 like like why are you pleading on facetime well, it wasn't no. I it, it actually wasn't a Facetime. The young lady okay. was recording it on another phone, and she had the camera pointed at like her bed, so you couldn't see anything, and you could just hear Got Young it. Buck's voice. Got it. Okay. Sneaky. Well, yeah. He just, he just, he like you said, he has the worst luck with phones. He like after we after you praised him a few weeks ago for putting out consistent music. <laughs> Like when you was like, "Hey, Young Buck got a nice catalog. Just check him out on Spotify." Now look how he comes back up in the dock. This how you do amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm officially a media personality and a journalist. I gotta be real with the stories that as they come out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just reporting the news. This has nothing to do with fandom. I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh man, Johnny, anything to say on that, man? Listen, man. Look, I <laughs> hey. If that if, if that's your life, bro, I, I got no hey, I got nothing. If that's you, do what you gotta do. I I'm over here. That's all that's all that matters. I'm over here. Do you fail? My advice to young Buck is, and I I could care less about who he's doing what with, they ain't got nothing to do with me. But my thing is like if you gonna adamantly come on to not like for, go see people face stop young you need to stop getting recorded, bro. Oh, that's real. Facts. Like, did you whatever, man. Do the shit the comedians do when they have a show. Like put I don't I think they make people put phones in like a little bag or something. Put <laughs> this shit somewhere else. Like do that. I'm just saying my man has enough money to like, you know, sign this NDA bitch. Like, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, hold on, it's a man. What the you, you know what? I don't you know, let me shut up. Yeah, and cut. Oh, <laughs> uh, before we get before we get put off the air, we just got this radio deal. Let's go ahead and yeah. move right along. Um, the, the last topic that we have for today, man, <laughs> is Meek Mills and Drake 
reuniting on stage, man. This one, is it good for hip-hop? Are you guys excited to see this? Do you want to hear music between the two? And then they even, like, jokingly threw fun on social media after that. So they seem to be actually back-friendly. Johnny, what do you think? I do not care. I, it does it does nothing for me. Like I'm not I'm not the biggest. Well, clearly I'm not the biggest Drake fan. Um, I'm not the biggest Meek fan either. I don't. It does it does nothing for me. It's cool that they reconcile. You know they were beefing. I'm glad it never escalated to nothing crazy. Um, so it's good to see them reconcile. But for me, it really does nothing for me. I, I'm not I'm not expecting music from them. And I forgot they actually had a track together. Amen. Mm-hmm. I yes. forgot. I forgot they had that track. I kind of like that song. They got like, but, I think they got like two or three songs. I mean, but Amen is the biggest one though. Yeah, but right. I, again, it it for me personally, it do, it does nothing for me. I feel Ruff. like I feel like Rick Ross orchestrated this because him and Drake have some music coming out, and it doesn't look right to you know uh, feature Drake when you're not you know when him and Meek haven't you know reconciled quote unquote. <laughs> That's how I look at it. I, I look forward to Rick Ross and Drake songs, but not Meek. <laughs> like I'm, I'm not, I'm not pressed for anything Meek and Drake. Like not together. But now I will say this: I don't think they ever had like an on site situation. Like not the Cardi and Nicki that we joked, you know, that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that's what it comes to, that's dope. Like I'm just for as a fan of hip hop. I don't necessarily have to be the biggest fans of them, but for them to reconcile and you know Drake to bring him out at his concert, that's dope. Now, I want to say this. <laughs> we got to get Meek a new song, bro. Like, if he do Dreams and Nightmares one more time, fam. <laughs> like, yo, like, like, I'm, like, I listen to Meek, yo. I would, I would consider myself a fan. I know he got more songs than that, but is this the only song everybody knows? Yes. You got to give him another hit, bro. I mean, basically. That's not even a hit. Like, that was just a song. That, that was just the intro. Yes. That's all it's I'm saying. Hard, it's, it's, it's a hard it's, intro. Yes. That's... That's what the masses know. He can perform that at any place, arena, anywhere. Most of the people would know the know the lyrics to that. If he if he if he deviates from that, it, it's iffy. It's iffy. Like there may be <laughs> there may be some people in the crowd looking like I don't know what the hell this is. That's funny. But that's I mean that's kind of dope though, right? Like it wasn't like a single or anything. The fact that you can perform your intro at so, any concert that's kind of dope. Six years ago, that's kind of dope, ain't it? No, I mean no, you're 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 right. But it's from six years ago. Amen. Like we got, we got to do. But that—that's why I be like, like low key, kind of riding beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey fam, you—you you gotta give us something. You don't have three albums, and none of them shits was, you know, worth worth my time. Hey, the last one wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. I'll say this: none of his albums are bad. They're never classic, or they're very forgettable. Okay, and, I, I can't and, argue and, it. And, and, and then this is my thing when it comes to me: I judge him off of his peers. Every one of his peers has at least a classic. Even we don't even fuck with Aubrey. At least his people say he got one. Yeah. yeah. Like they at least say he got one. Cole got one. I think Sean has one. Kendrick arguably has three. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like these are the people you came in with, fam. Hey. So is are you saying he's the Carmelo Anthony? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> is Yo. that what you're saying? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Johnny Johnny has the tagline again. Meek Mill is Carmelo Anthony. Can, we can't name this episode there, right? <laughs> we could, but I don't know. But I like that. I like that though. <laughs> oh man. Uh as far as like the them reuniting, man, all I'll say is this is it's it's good to see two young brothers be able to squash silly beef and do some business together. 
more importantly than anything, the music, it being good or not, me being an Arby friend or not, it's just good to see two one and a half black men do their their thing and and reunite and get over some drama. It was it's really good to see that. Um, so I, I, I hats off to those brothers for doing that, man. I I can't take away from that. Um, and I know I said that was the last topic, but I, we do have one more. And this this was a late edition coming from Johnny in in the Breaks Media Chat. You guys all want to be there, but you can't come in because it's the Bat Cave and only us three can get in it. Um, but Johnny sent this list of 2018's top ten best selling albums as of the, today. As of today, so the fact that Kendrick Lamar in 2018 <laughs> has sold more records than a lot of people. Uh, with an album that came out in 2017 than a lot of people have with albums that have released this calendar year. Um, but of course, Drake's number one on the list. Post Malone, surprisingly, number two. Cardi B, number three. Migos with Culture, two at number four. The Black Panther soundtrack at number five, which kind of surprised me. XXXTentacion at number six. Um, and that makes sense. Travis Scott with number seven, which Johnny has still not listened to. Post Malone, <laughs> again, Post Malone again with Stoney. Uh, uh, J. Cole with KOD at nine and number 10, Kendrick Lamar. Damn. What do we make of this list, fellas, to send the people off? We already know who mad. <laughs> 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 the fact that an album from 2017 has that came out in February 2017, if I, right? April, I think, right? Was it April? February? I think oh, it was it April. Was, it was around Easter. Yeah, Easter. Yeah, yeah. But still, the fourth month of 2017 sold more albums in 2018. The Nikki's album, I know she, I know she hot, I know she hot, and it's not like we're 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 early in 2018. We're nine months into 2018, and Damn has sold 830 thousand records just this year. Yes, crazy. Yeah. That's wild. So I just thought it was funny, Ralph. Man, <laughs> Post Malone dusty ass on here twice, bro, and he still looked dusty. Like, how do you Post sell Malone. a combined a combined 3.4 million? And still have does don't look like you've bathed all year, like at all, bro. Like I, I he dropped know. two I, albums this year. I know the beer bones and Bentleys definitely came out this year. Now that's something we definitely ever listened to. But I don't, I don't recall the Sony album. Yeah, because I'm I mean, not sure when that came out. Now I will say this: my surprise, like I'm not surprised with Black Panther. I'm not really surprised that the exit. Wait, you know, hold on, album. stop. Uh-huh. Post Malone, Stony. Dropped December 9th, 2016. So not only do we have an album from 2017, what? we have an album from 2016 ahead, nah, ahead of Nicki Minaj. Nah, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. That's disrespectful. Oh, my God. I was going to say my surprise for this one is Migos, actually. Because I think that album came out last year. I thought Culture 2 came out last year. No, it didn't. Never mind. But it's just still surprising that that album had, that had like Culture Two had like fifty songs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm exaggerating, but you know, it had like fifty tracks. <laughs> so the fact that it sold that many, I don't know. It's hey, Salute to Migos. That's that's why we want Salute. You know, everybody else, I kind of expect this. <laughs> crazy man, crazy. <sighs> that's just that's wild, man. Uh, great list though. Uh, I'm, I'm I like that this list came out, especially right before we recorded. Um, but man, that's just wild. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another episode of The Burks Radio, the best goddamn hip hop radio show you will find. And I don't care what Breakfast Club, anybody else has to say about it. But before we go, we got to leave you with some parting words, all social media, all that good stuff. Johnny, what you got? 
Rappers. If y'all if y'all gonna diss somebody, rap. I don't want to hear no more interviews. That's real. So y'all can follow me on Twitter, J O N two underscores the letter B, and you can follow me on Instagram, J B S underscore E S L underscore A A M U. Holla at me. Yeah, man. Uh, well, all I gotta say is rest in peace, Mac Miller, once again. And uh, Diddy, I would I, I don't want I ain't gonna say nothing crazy. But you could have liked my tweet, bro. Like that's all I got. Like you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm trying, we trying to get on, man. Like, you know, we could be your next venture. Well, I don't know if Johnny's really into it. We'll have to probably have to. Hey, look, bro, this is a good opportunity. Diddy wants to sign us. Nah, fuck that. Like I can see Johnny right hey. now. Hey, <laughs> I got my lawyer on deck to read through everything. We'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. But, know your worth, people. Johnny gonna yeah. be like that that member of Bone Thugs and Harmony that didn't officially sign the deal with the record company and he just was kinda doing his own thing. Flesh and bone. I'm flesh and bone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's flesh and bone. I love it. I love it. But hey, if y'all want to follow me, I'm the mind of rap on Instagram and Twitter. Peace. All right. And my parting words is are this. Um M d- don't do no more interviews, bruh. Like just, 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 you, I took it light on you. You thought that rent was bad. I took it light on you. I need everyone to retweet this tag Eminem so he hears it. Because I'm coming for you if you don't respond to MGK. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E. This has been the Breaks Radio, and we out. Peace. Peace. For all the pretty women he led into my life. All the big demons he let me count. Wealth and health. Now it's a lot of bad bitches in the building. Amen. A couple real niggas in the building. Amen. I'm finna kill niggas in the building. Amen. I tell her way to fit the bottles and she tell me say when and I say church. We make it light up like a church. She wanna fuck and I say church. You live on Sunday like a church. Fuck me good, but she no stay Murder on that pussy, let up work and get that DOA Get it? And all I get is Frito-Lay Plus I'm on probation when they test me, I just pee rosé Last night, I went hard, pizza rock, Patron and all 30 racks on Madam Bottles, I think I was born to pop Looking like a million plus, fresh from up that corner star Hey, that I be doing me, you guys should be doing y'all I'm stacking money to the ceiling All this I dance in my room